A story moment with Hansa and Dash in the city of the big castle. Get more episodes at storymoment.com. Season 1, Episode 17, The Problem with Paper. There is a tower just off of Old Town Square in the city of the big castle. On every side is a clock face, but the western side is the largest. And though it can't be seen from the ground, if you look carefully above the eleventh hour, there is a little window. This is Hansa's window. Hansa is a very brave field mouse. Though he is not from the city of the big castle, like his best friend Dash, he has made his home in the village of the tower mice. His curtains are open today. There must be adventure. Miss Maggie would not take no for an answer. She handed Mr. Green, the grocery mouse, the three pine nuts she carried in a cart on wheels she used for her groceries. No, Mr. Green, these are worth at least two grapes, and you offer me just one? Mrs. Maggie shook her head with a thin smile spread across her face. Miss Maggie, please, if I've told you once, I've told you a hundred times. A pine nut is worth no more than half a grape. I'll give you one and a half grapes for all three. Miss Maggie didn't say anything. For such a small, elderly mouse, she was also very solid in the way she stood. She knew what she wanted and what was right, and she didn't mind waiting. You are a shrewd woman, Mr. Green said. No, Mr. Green. But I do have a cousin who is a shrew. What a lovely lady. I should have her over for tea sometime. Would you like to meet her? Miss Maggie said all of this without once blinking an eyelash, a pine nut still in her hand extended towards Mr. Green. Mr. Green broke out laughing. No, no, Miss Maggie, I don't want to meet your cousin. Here, two grapes for three pine nuts. You drive a hard bargain. He grabbed the pine nuts from the cart and loaded the grapes. Not a hard bargain, just a proper one. The two older mice stood there in the market, in the center of the tower village, laughing as they had a thousand times before. Mr. Green was always expecting a more profitable trade, and Miss Maggie never gave in to the pressure to go any less than she was willing. And just like every time before, they ended as friends. Say, have you seen Hansa today? asked Mr. Green as Miss Maggie began to leave. Has he not been here? No, I was expecting him a bit ago. He and Dash were looking for some scraps of paper. I figured he'd be back by now. Miss Maggie scrunched up her eyebrows. Hmm, he must be having a challenging time finding it then. I'll let him know you're looking for him when I see him. Thanks, Miss Maggie. Good day to you. Good day to you, too, Mr. Green. Just as Miss Maggie was opening her front door 
A few minutes later, Hansa and Dash arrived at Hansa's door. What is that smell? asked Miss Maggie. Dash pointed at Hansa. Him. Hansa was covered from head to tail in a very strong-smelling blue goop. It smells like mint tea, said Miss Maggie. Hansa wiped his eyes a little so he could see more clearly. I wish it was. Dash could not contain her laughter. She tilted her head to the side and just giggled. Hansa was looking for some paper for Mr. Green. Well, we found it. No problem. There's always some near the cafe. Nellie the cat had a stack of it waiting for Hansa when we got there. We told her yesterday that we might be looking for some. So she found some for us. Miss Maggie looked confused. Then how are you covered in... <sighs> Toothpaste, said Hansa with a sigh. Dash took over the story. Nellie asked for our help in exchange for the papers. There's a tuna fish can deep in the trash bin that I can't seem to get. If you'd be willing to retrieve it for me, the paper is yours, said Nellie. You mean you want us to fish for the tuna fish? asked Dash, giggling. Nellie didn't get the joke. Yes, she said in a very flat voice. That's exactly what I'd like. Okay, said Dash. What side of the bin is the tuna can in? asked Hansa. Nellie leaped to the edge of the bin and pointed with her front right paw. It's just there. I tried to get it myself, but I kept getting my legs stuck. I really appreciate the help. Hansa looked at Dash. It will take both of us. I can't lift the tuna can by myself. Dash thought for a moment. What if we hoisted it out with our ribbons? Nellie then spoke up. Oh, I can get it out of the bin once the two of you get it on top. Hansa then climbed to the edge of the bin in the same way he had so many times before. Using the locks and levers on the side as a sort of staircase, he carefully teetered onto the thin ledge. Dash was right behind him. You go first, said Hansa. Me? Why me? Just jump. You've never been scared before. Hansa raised both his eyebrows. Scared? I'm not scared. I just don't want to go first. It's really full today. Plus, do you know that little tingle at the tip of your tail when you're not sure of something? Yes, I get that too. Hansa lifted his tail towards Dash. The tip of it was throbbing. Well, mine isn't tingling. It's exploding. I feel like something bad's going to happen if I jump in. Dash understood. Why don't I lower you down then? We've done it before. Hansa thought for a moment. Then he pulled the bit of ribbon from his scavenging pack. That sounds good. Here. He handed her the ribbon. Nellie called up to the two mice from the ground. Is everything all right? She said. Oh, everything's fine. Just working out the tingles. That's all. Right, Hansa? Said Dash. She gave Hansa a little slap on the back. Whoa, whoa, I'm falling in. 
yelled Hansa as he lost his footing on the thin edge of the bin. He teetered back and forth, standing on one foot with the other foot up in the air for balance. Both arms were thrust to the sides, and his tail pointed straight up. Dash couldn't stop laughing. You look like Flicker doing ballet, she said. Hansa didn't laugh, fearing any sort of movement would cause him to fall in. Just carefully toss me the end of the ribbon, he said. Dash edged a little closer to Hansa, then taking one end of the ribbon, she tied it to the red sash she always wore around her waist. Taking the other end, she threw it to Hansa. The ribbon missed his hand by an inch, which, to a mouse, is a considerable gap. Try again, said Hansa. Again and again, Dash threw the end of the ribbon, trying to hit Hansa's hand exactly. Hansa stood as still as a statue the entire time. However, each time the ribbon missed him by a little. Finally, as she threw the ribbon for the last time, it just touched his fingertips. Hansa leaned forward and grabbed hold of the ribbon, clenching it tightly with his fist. Suddenly, his feet slipped from the edge of the bin, and he fell forward. Oh no! he yelled out, still clenching the ribbon in his hand. When the ribbon became tight, it pulled Dash from the waist in after Hansa. Together, they fell into the bin. Hansa, asked Dash as she sat up. She'd landed softly on the outside of a half-eaten banana. Hansa didn't reply. Hansa! she yelled out, but still no reply. All of a sudden, she felt a tug on the ribbon still tied to her waist. The line went tight. Grabbing hold of it, she gave it a little tug and then let it go. It went tight again. Then she felt a tug from the other side. Nellie, quick, help, she yelled out. Nellie leaped to the edge of the bin. What is it? she asked. Hansa's buried under this pile of trash. Help me get him out. Nellie jumped down next to Dash. The two began to quickly throw chunks of food, empty wrappers, and pieces of plastic out of the way. Each time they moved, however, Dash felt pulled further and further down into the pile herself. Hansa, can you hear me? asked Dash. Instead of a sound, she received another pull on the stretched ribbon. I think he's okay. After moving an apple core, a piece of half-eaten pie, and a tin can, Dash and Nellie came face to face with Hansa. The only problem was, Hansa could not see them. His eyes and the entire rest of his body was covered in sticky blue toothpaste. Dash reached out with part of the ribbon, and wiped the toothpaste from Hans's eyes. He very carefully opened one eyelid. He tried to open the other. It was still sealed shut. When he reached up to wipe it himself, he instead wiped a much larger glob of toothpaste right across his eyes again. Oh, Hansa, said Dash with a hint of both sadness and humor in her voice. Once again, she wiped both his eyes, and he was able to see. Then she wiped off his mouth to allow him to speak.
Thanks, Dash. Now that he could both see and speak, Dash let out a tremendous laugh. The sight of her best friend, covered in minty toothpaste, was just too much to contain. Ahem, are you finished laughing at me yet? asked Hansa. Almost, said Dash, who let out one more enormous laugh. Okay, I'm finished. Good, now can you please help me get out of here? Nellie laid down on her stomach and reached one of her paws in towards Hansa. Hansa grasped the tip of one of her long claws and held tightly. All the while, Dash held on to her side of the ribbon. All right, Nellie, I'm going to count to three. On three, let's pull with all we have. Ready? Ready, said Nellie. Dash called out loud. One, two, three. The two ladies pulled and pulled until Hansa peeled away from the toothpaste bottle to which he was stuck. He climbed the little mound created from moving all the trash. Just as he reached the others, he tripped and fell forward. He was stuck, face to face, to a paper wrapper. Can you please pull me off? He mumbled. Dash peeled the wrapper from his face. Thanks, said Hansa. All right, sticky fingers, don't move. Nellie, you climb back on the ledge. We're going to have to hoist Captain Toothpaste out of the bin before he gets stuck to anything else. Nellie followed Dash's directions and leaped back up to the ledge of the trash bin. Hansa, asked Nellie as she grabbed hold of the ribbon with her paw. Yes, what is it, Nellie? responded Hansa. Could you take one step to your left? Hansa did what she asked and immediately was stuck to a tin can. Perfect. That's the tuna can you were going after for me. By now, Dash had climbed onto the ledge with Nellie. All right, Hansa, I'm going to leap down, and you'll come hoist it out like we've done before. Only, it'll be a little different this time. If you touch the edge of the bin, you're going to stick to it. And so just at the last moment before you reach the top, Nellie is going to grab hold of you. Don't worry, she's going to hold the ribbon in her mouth, so wrap it around you a little. Then she'll jump down, and we can get you home and cleaned up. Whatever you say, followed Hansa. He wrapped the ribbon around him a little. It was challenging, as the ribbon kept sticking to his sides, but he got the job done. Very carefully, Dash descended the outside of the bin. Hansa lifted into the air, and just as Dash had explained, Nellie grabbed hold of the ribbon before Hansa stuck to the side. She put the ribbon in her mouth. Don't worry, Hansa. I don't eat mice. I'm a vegetarian, said Nellie. Really? Why do you need the tuna can, then? I'll show you when we get down replied Nellie. Hansa hung from Nellie's mouth like a limp piece of string. Suddenly, Nellie leaped from the edge of the bin and landed softly on the ground below. She gently set Hansa down. Dash unwrapped the ribbon from both hers and Hansa's waists. What will you do now? asked Nellie. 
Well, if I can get him home without getting stuck to the cobblestones, the double doors, or the rope leading up to the passageway, I think he'll be fine. We can clean him up at his house. Hansa tried to smile, but couldn't as the toothpaste was beginning to harden around his mouth. Dersh, said Hansa. My mirth is hardening. Dash, of course, let out another laugh from deep in her belly. We'd better go, Nellie. Can I come and get the paper from you later? Don't you want to know what I used the tuna can for? She asked. Dash nodded. Of course, what is it for? Nellie walked away from the two mice towards the space between the trash bin and the cafe wall. A moment later, she returned with a different tuna can hanging from her mouth. When she set it down, the two mice discovered it was full of bright and shiny stones. Each one was a different color of the rainbow. I collect rocks, Nellie said with a smile. Then she took one in her paw, a bright green one, and stuck it to Hans's sticky stomach, and everyone laughed. Miss Maggie interrupted Dash's story. So that's why you smell like mint? Hansa nodded, though only a little, as much of the toothpaste had hardened. What will you do now? asked Miss Maggie. I was thinking we could stand him up in the marketplace. Maybe put a candle in his hands to light the way for others at night? Hansa just laughed. Her, her, her. Remember, with each episode, you did both the audio and the ebook. Put them on all your devices, and choose your next series at StoryMoment.com. We hope you enjoyed Hans and Dash in the City of the Big Castle. Copyright 2016.